all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You know what? It's time for some real talk. This is Real Talk Topic Subject today. This is Joseph Brownlee. Hello, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good night, everybody. Hello around the USA and internationally. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. This is a quick topic. Looking at things objectively, is that very important? Looking at things objectively. In other words, you're looking at things with an open mind, not so much your feelings or your opinions. You can have two different sides and two different ideologies and two different type of belief thoughts that you, you're against, you're totally different. But when confronted and when asked to look at a certain subject or a certain object or a certain conversation or whatever, you rather that person, if you fair, if you are fair to look at it at least objectively without your personal opinions or your feelings or whatever like that. Okay, why is I'm talking about this? I think that's very important in life in general. Very important when it comes to the word of God. With the word of God. Sometimes when it comes to the word of God, it's hard to get your denominational and or your traditional personal feelings or your experiences out the way. When you get asked a question or they tell you, what do you feel about this or what do you think about this? It is hard for, you, for a lot of people to get their feelings and their opinions or the way they, their, their uh, ideology of thinking out the way where you want to look at something honestly in an objective way. Now, where I'm going with this, I was uh, browsing and I looked on YouTube. I forgot the guy's name, but I like listening to him and everything like that, you know, you know, excluding some of the cussing and be on there. So I tried to exclude that, but I was listening at. It's this big thing going on with the Joe, uh, 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 President Biden with a lot of documents they are fighting in his his house and by his Corvette. They just found some more, to, I think, today, the other day, et cetera. I don't get too much into that because, you know, maybe I'm wrong and I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I don't think too much is going to come out of it. I, I just don't think too much. He, it was a crime created according to their law of not having these type of things in your home documents. So, yes, because, you know, nothing's going to happen. Okay. Now, let me give you a little story first. A head start before I get into this. And this is going to be like a 20-minute quick topic. Uh, remember President Trump, Mar-a-Lago, which is his mansion, his home, got raided. And allegedly documents was found in this home. Now these documents got something to do with some of the things that's been going on in the White House while he was in the White House. And you're not supposed to have it in your property, 
according to what uh, they say, or uh, they said you're not supposed to have it in your home or even nowhere by you. It's not it's supposed to be classified, I'm assuming, so you shouldn't have that stuff that's in the White House or you talk about private documents in your home. Okay, so allegedly some things was found in his home and uh, and it was a big debacle about it, you know, they was the, the mainstream media was all over, they was calling him this and, you know, I didn't keep up with it and I didn't, I didn't bother with that too much. I don't like that political rhetoric because it's all garbage on both sides. But they was all on Trump and they was blah, blah, you know, he's this and that or whatever like that. They was all on, it's a big crime. How did that happen? They raided this man's house, the former president of the United States house. The FBI raided, was called a raided. Biden was called and raided because of the documents that found in this house. Okay. All right. Now, people call it comma. I call it reaping and sowing. That's a Bible term. People call it comma. I call it reaping and sowing. Now, recently, and this young man said this too, you know, before I finish the story, this young man said, when you accuse and when the left, the far left, when they accuse someone of doing something, the majority of the time they do it. They have done it themselves or they are doing it. And I, and a lot of that is true. And a lot of that is true. Okay. So, so let me get where I was going. I mean, let me finish the story. So recently the same thing has happened to Biden. They just found documents at Biden's and they keep saying Biden's men and Biden's lawyers, which I don't trust. Uh, anyway, anybody you doing something wrong, you just send your own people over there to take care of it. That's that's a red flag to me. I'm not with that. I can see if it was another side or someone, a non-biased people going over there to get this stuff, but that's another story. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, they they found in all kinds of documents and Biden's possessions. Let me just put it that way because it was di- uh, different possessions where they found these documents in. I'm not even trying to find out what the documents are about. Some of them I heard is from since. He was since uh, he was vice president in the Obama era, but it was certain documents which is illegal, just like Trump, you know, was allegedly accused of. What came out of that? I don't think too much came out of that. But Biden is going through the same thing, but they are finding more documents, and they just found some more documents in Biden's possession, you know, and they, you know, he's getting wrote on that. I mean, they all on him on that and everything. But the difference is, it's like crickets. You don't hear a lot about that unless you go to YouTube or whatever like that or the mainstream media talks a little bit about it. Not like they did when it was Trump. Not like it did, they did when it was Trump, okay? I'm not saying put one over the other, but, you know, you can see the hypocrisy, you know. And, uh, so this is supposed to be a big thing, but you wouldn't know it's a big thing because you don't hear too much about it like you did when it happened in Trump. See the hypocrisy of that. Well, anyway, that's how this conversation started. So I don't want to get into the, the fanatics about it or whatever, because I, actually I don't care too much because it's just politics, man. And I mean, I don't think too much will come out of it. Sadly, it should, you know, it should something come out of it. But, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get into that too much, you know. So, but, you know, we'll see. But anyway, it was this young man, he got his own show. And he have a lot of in, in, interviews with both sides, you know, the left, right, middle, whatever you want. He go he he interview anybody like Joe Rogan, you know, if anybody know who Joe Rogan is. Well, anyway, he was. It was this clip. Now, 
the spokespersons for presidents, which I don't like the way they do things, because I'm going to just tell you one thing. I don't care if it's the right or the left Republican or Democrat. When you are spokesperson for the president, you are paid to lie for them, period. I don't care if you are a Republican or Democrat. You are paid to lie for them. And you need to be a good communicator and a good liar. Say, Joe, where you going with that? Okay, because I'm trying to be fair with this. When President Trump, and I like Sarah uh, Huckabee, you know, uh, Mike Huckabee's daughter. And when Sarah Huckabee, she was a speaker for Trump. Then there was, uh, I forgot the other guy's name. I forgot, so I'm not going to tear it up. And then it was Beckinani. You know, they were speakers for Trump. And speakers, or any president that got a speaker is paid to protect the president, whether they're right or wrong. My issue is not with the right of them being right. My issue is when you know they are wrong. And then you try to make up excuses to make it look right or justify it. All presidents do that. All their spokespersons do that. Some just more devious than others. Okay, let's get that out the way first. Okay, so remember that. So uh, Jean-Pierre, whatever, I guess, I don't know if she was born in there. I don't know. Her name is Jean-Pierre or something. But she's a spokesperson, a black young lady. She's a spokesperson for uh, President Biden. And I can't listen to her a long time, and really none of them. But, you know, I think McEnany and uh, Sarah Sanders was a little more honest, even though they still laugh at the president. <laughs> but she really gets deep. And take, Joe Biden, when a president has fumbled and messed up so much and, you know, caught walking by himself, caught shaking the air, shaking his hand in the air and different things like that. And I'm not putting him down as a put down because I know someone that suffers with that type of dementia. So I'm not putting them down for that. But when you have to protect that and the mistakes are obvious and the lies are obvious when the president does that, it's obvious with uh, President Biden. And then you got to stick up for this president and you got to make up excuses, wrote down on a list. See, a lot of the, uh, you know, objectives and what they have to come back with is written down. It's never from their heart and it's never from their head. It's just written down. Where you get stuck at, where you got to protect someone that's obviously is doing something wrong or obviously lie. It makes it harder. It makes you look more stupid when you try to protect them. Why? Because you can't be honest in politics. Let me say that again. When you especially when you're the spokesman for a president, you can't be openly honest and call them stupid or say, yeah, that was wrong. You got to protect them at all times and make them look good. That's part of being one of these spokespersons for the president, which I do not like. It's all fake. Well, anyway, that's what they was debating on. So his point was, he played a clip. Okay, I'm going too long. I mean, let me hurry up. Give me 10 more minutes. He played a clip of her being questioned by the reporters, Peter Ducci and all them Ducci, and her stay at it. You know, that's one of the reporters on the uh, uh, Fox News. They was talking. He was asking her questions and stuff like that. You could tell. I like to look at a person's eyes and body language. 
and she was like moving left to right. She was saying this. And you know how you start talking and then you're rambling, but you're not really making sense. It sounds good, but you, you uh, 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 but when you start doing that a lot, you think it. You think it. You don't know what to say because it's not on your notes. It's like they got your question, and it's not on your papers. So you're like, uh, 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 oh, I understand what you're saying. You just got to, uh, 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 oh, don't be so condescending uh, 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 because they're upset. So anyway, she does that a lot because the tough questions she get. But it's like it's like, like what some people call calm out, like reaping the sword. They're getting back what they used to do with Trump. They're getting it right back so they see how it feel. But they're the master manipulators, you know, the far left and liberals not all liberals. You got some decent liberals out there, but the mostly really left-leaning uh, liberals are very manipulative. Very manipulative. Very. They always accuse you, often accuse you what they do themselves. And it's 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 amazing. So that's what's going on now. A lot of things that they have done when Trump was in there, it's backfired on them. I don't think too much will come out of it, but I might be surprised. I don't know. It's all in God's hands, but I don't, you know, it's what I mean by God said, I'm, I'm not saying God going to intervene because he's not. He's going to let it play off. But things going to catch back up on you sooner or later. OK, God ain't got to do nothing. He let us do our own stupid stuff. You know, we under grace. He's not putting his hand or controlling no presidents or nothing today. We are all under grace. We on a free fall. We're under grace now. OK, so I won't. Well, God going to do this. He's going to do No, 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 he's not. Good is going to overwhelm evil on a long run anyway. So when you do wrong, it's going, that's a law. It's going to come back to you, period. Reaping and song going to come back to you. So that's what's happening with them. Well, anyway, when they got through looking at that interview or that when at the questionnaire, the host of the show asked another host, uh, okay, you see what's going on. What do you think about that? What what what? How do you, what do you feel? What how, what do you see in this? What do you feel about that? Okay, the what the person he asked this came back with this. Well, uh, I see like this. See, all of them, you know, all of them do that. All of them lie. You know, the right lie, the left right, the left they lie. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. So all of them have their people, you know, Mac and Nanny, she lied, and uh, Sarah Sanders, all of them uh, stick up in life for their presidents or whatever like that. So <clears throat> that's that's nothing new. You know, all of them are both sides. They all lie. And the host got upset. He got very upset. And that bothered me too. And the host got upset. He, he said, stop it. He told him, not exactly that way, I forget what he said, but he told him to stop. He said, no, no. He said, that's a cop out. He said, don't cop out. All I'm asking you, what do you feel about this clip? And the guy kept saying, I'm trying to explain to you. You know, you know that happened with Trump. His his his, his press secretaries, uh, they protected him too. So it happens in Biden all over. And the guy kept saying, no, no, no. You, 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 you copping out. You know, he said, that's a bunch of boop, boop, boop. 
beep, 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 beep. You copping out. That's no. Then he said, you know, about object. And he said, man, be honest. Look at this objectively. So that's why I put, I opened up with objectively. In other words, the person that he asked what he was looking for, I think he was more liberal. As liberal does that. They never answer questions. They don't like looking at things objectively. They look at their feelings and they try to blame the other side to say they see the wrong, but they got to look at the other side's wrong too. They can't, they won't, uh, uh, honest liberal will, but when some, the, the majority, I've been got to be careful with the, the uh, liberals, majority of liberals or that type of thinking, you have to put the other part in it. You just can't say, yeah, that was wrong. You have to say, well, everybody do that. Uh, you know, that's not the deal. You know, that, 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 that means you don't want to admit because your belief is the same as this person's belief. You don't want to just all out say that wrong. You got to say the other side was wrong, too. Now, if a lot of people look at this and say, well, Joe, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes, something is wrong with that. Well, you asking a question objectively. Okay. Objectively. Just say, for instance, uh, let me. How can I put this? I don't have a personal pastor. I called a lot of pastors pastors. If the pastor was preaching a certain sermon, okay, and I love this pastor, just says the t- teachers that I listen to, I love them, and this does happen. I love them, and I love the way they teach or whatever like that. And uh, somebody showed me a video clip of my favorite or a teacher or pastor or a favorite teacher that I like the way they teach and they they played it and they pointed out what they feel is a mistake and if this mistake or the wrong that they are doing whether they're talking to somebody or preaching it's obvious it is not adding up with the Bible and I look at it like this. Well, a lot of ministers do that. A lot of preachers do that. Oh, baby, they made a mistake. Baby flipped on his words. Did they play it over again? And I'm still trying to defend them. Why? Because we think a lot. You know, because we don't want to put them down. Because now we can't, I can't put that pastor down. That's my pastor. And that means I'm not looking at it objectively. The person didn't ask me, do other pastors do that. He didn't ask me that, or she didn't ask me that. She didn't ask me that. She asked me, what do I feel about this particular statement right here? Is it right or wrong? All I have to say, well, that was wrong. He, it was misquoted. It was wrong. I don't have to go back, well, your bishop so-and-so done it this way. They do the same thing. They do it this way. I said, see, that mean I'm copping out. I'm going all around. You know, politicians do that. So, it was a bit, they was kind of getting hot. And the guy was upset. He said, man, you copping out. You cop. You don't want to admit. He said, all I'm talking about is this wrong. He said, do you see the double standard? Then he went to the double standard. He said, now, on the flip side, when it was Trump, got the document somewhat caught, you know, in his house. Then he explained, Trump was president then. So legally Trump Trump could he could he was in other words he, in other words Trump had the power to keep those documents. He could he could do things like that because he was still president. 
Joe Biden was not president. If he had those documents ever since Obama and he wasn't president, I mean, he wasn't even vice president there. He's more in legal trouble than Trump. He done it illegally while Trump did not do it illegally. That was his point. See, but the guy didn't want to see that. He just want to say, well, you know, Trump's second. He was looking at the secretary or whatever like that. And then he got into, you know, <clears throat> his point was, you know, my, like my point is, and I'm going to close on this, looking at things objectively is alert. You have to learn how to be like that. And I'm including myself, too. When someone asks, you a, asks me a question, okay, even with somebody that's known of doing evil or saying things wrong or doing things wrong. Okay? And they ask me, what do you feel about that? Do you think that's a good thing he's doing? And I know it's a good thing, but I sit up there and say, oh, but I think he's up to something and he might be or, you know, blah, 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 whatever like that. I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at it objectively. You know? Okay, just say for instance, <clears throat> J.P. Prisker, I don't really agree really on too much of nothing the governor of Illinois says, J.B. Prisker. And especially the laws he have just passed here in Illinois. And I believe he is far left. Uh, he just passed the law. And I don't know too much what his motive was or whatever like that. I have a feeling what his motive was because that's how the liberals roll. But, you know, he passed the law. All the other laws he passed, I'm totally against it, but he passed one law that I feel is okay. Like I said, I never read through it first, and he's a Democrat liberal, but he passed a law that's going to allow in Illinois <clears throat> people that don't have work for a company over 50 people and they don't get insurance like me. They don't get no type of time off leave, but that's sick leave, time off leave or whatever like that, you know. He opened up the door now and signed something that now in the state of Illinois, not everybody else in the state of Illinois, if you work over a year, you are now automatically be able to get over 40 hours of leave, paid leave. See, now before that wasn't that wasn't the law. This law just uh, started here in Illinois January 1st. So therefore, I'm working at a company. I've been in that company eight years. It's a security company. And we, we get somewhat, I found out later, we get some somewhat uh, sick leave, but we didn't get no vacation, nothing like that. I've done a lot of hours at this job, but you know, this security company really don't do insurance. They don't do insurance like that. Well, according to Illinois, they according to him, we felt that wasn't fair that anybody that at least work over a year or over 90 days should be able to be a crew some time off hours. Usually they just be for full-time employees, but he passed it for part-time as well. Now I might have a little something against part-time, you know, because I do part-time. I can understand that a lot of employees cannot do that. They cannot afford it. I got to look at it in that way too. But on the long run, I will accept it. I agree with that because I feel, you know, especially a person like me that's been in my job over eight years and I don't have no type of leave time. If I leave or it's a holiday or it's no fault of mine, if I was on a holiday, I don't get paid for that day. See, I don't get paid for that day, you know. So uh, he just passed the law that made it that for now on, it's not going to be no more there. We're going to be able to accumulate hours or whatever like this. Now, this is a Democrat liberal, which I 
majority of the things I disagree with, but I agree with Sarah, and I think that's okay. Now, I'm not saying it's the best thing, but I think it's okay. We will see. See, let's look at that objectively. Yeah, I agree with that. It's it's a few things that a liberal said. Did I say, okay, that's cool. That's all right. But at the same time, I could have said, but what's their motive? What they mean? Now, I can say that when I'm talking on somebody personally, because a lot of times their motive is for your vote. Most politicians do things for your vote. But I'm just talking about liberal really does certain things for your vote, especially when they talk because they target the minorities. What's going to really help the minorities? Because that's the votes they need, the black and the Latino, not minorities, okay? Well, anyway, I looked at it like this. I say, yeah, I'm cool with that. That's fair because, you know, they uh, my job told me that I got sick leave, but I don't get paid for it. That never made no sense to me. What do you mean I got sick leave? What's the use of me taking time off sick leave and I don't get paid for it? What's the use of me working all these hours and I can't take I can take no days off without getting paid? And if I do take a day off, whatever like that, I get penalized. So, yes, I'm, yeah, that bothered me. That bothered me, you know. And I have some other issues with my job, period. But anyway... Objectively, is very important. I'm going too long again. I was going to longer than I want to. But looking at things objectively is something I have to learn. I think as the body of Christ, we need to learn. Once we look at things objectively, not with our feelings, not with our emotions or with our experience. If I'm showing you a Bible verse or verses in the Bible, or you're showing me verses in the Bible, and we done not cross reference, and I'm saying that when it's plainly said, and I say, yeah, it says that, but, but, you know, I try to find another scripture to discredit that, even though I'm looking right at it, because I know what it said in God's word, God said what he meant. Some things you have to really just look at and study and, and connect God's word, but some, a lot of things in God's words said, it's said plainly. So if I'm looking at it in an objective way and I see, yeah, that's what the word of God saying. It's done. It's finished. But if I start finding excuses because I don't want to accept that verse because tradition is in my way. Denominational thinking is in my way. So I can't look at that objective. I got to look at it in a traditional, my denominational, traditional, religious way. You understand what I'm saying? I can't take, I can't accept it objectively because I got to find holes that's going to contradict God's word. Now I walk on a slippery slope. You understand what I'm saying? So we need to learn and really pack practice on our objectively. Do not be afraid to agree or disagree. That don't mean you're part of the ideology. That just means, yeah, that's true. That's right. And that's wrong. You know? Now, if it was a, they happened in the open, okay, do other people do that? Tell me about other people do that. That's different. We could talk about that all day long. So in a, leave it in a biblical perspective, saints of God, men and women of God in the body of Christ. When scriptures and verses are shown to you that's obvious and plain speaking, whether it's the King James or translation, because usually the translations, King James and other translations go add up basically saying the same thing. And you still, in your traditional denominational way or your spiritual, you know, way of looking at things from your church, 
you're going to be blind to it. You will not accept it. You're going to say, well, it, it really means this when it's plainly in your face because you refuse to look at it objectively because of your experience and your traditional denominational belief. God forbid, body of Christ, let's not be like that, okay? Let's not be like that. God's word means what it says, what is just plainly said, okay? You have to choose tradition or the word of God, your pastor or the word of God. God bless you. Joseph Browning, real talk. Let's start learning and training ourselves, especially when it comes to the word of God and life in general. It's okay to look at things objectively, even though you think different than a person. Right is right, wrong is wrong, no matter what side you are on. Okay? Bye-bye. God bless you. Peace out. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Word for the day. Quick topic. Bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.